The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during this or any broadcast belong solely to our guests or our hosts. These broadcasts do not represent or reflect the views of their employers, sponsors, or affiliated organizations. Welcome to the Flipboard EDU podcast with your host, William Jeffrey, where we collaborate, communicate, and educate with the greatest educators in the world on Flipboard. Let's start the show. Welcome back, Flipboard fam. This is your favorite coach, Coach Jeffrey, and I am a firm believer in giving credit where credit is due. When COVID-19 broke loose last year, I was looking for a resource to prepare our teachers with. I had no idea at this time last year that I would have written 40 articles and 40 episodes about education because of a pandemic. Even more surprisingly to me is that Flipboard has supported me to do it this whole time. When this pandemic hit a year ago, I reached out to Crystal Vanderboom about starting a podcast and using Flipboard. Coincidentally, Flipboard was in the process of revitalizing its educators' community. I've always found Flipboard to be an extremely useful tool for educators and students. Teaching and learning is embedded in this app. I like to call it the Swiss Army Knife of Apps. I dedicate this episode to Flipboard and its employees who support educators. They have been amazingly supportive through this COVID-19 journey. This year has been a doozy, but I tell you what, I couldn't do it without the support of this group of people. So like we always do about this time, let's collaborate, communicate, and educate with the best educators in the world right here on Flipboard EDU Podcast. This episode is presented by Away Travel. Quite simply, Away takes everything you need for your trip away. Away started with the perfect suitcase, then built from there, creating a range of travel standards developed from travel stories of friends and seatmates. The pieces aren't smart. They're thoughtful with features that solve real world travel problems. To give the whole world access to better travel standards, Away took the direct to customer approach to lower prices and the quality is guaranteed. Your Away suitcase will be with you for life. We are teaming up with Away and Podgo to give you the best deal on premium luggages by going to podgo.co away. That's P-O-D-G-O dot C-O slash away. A-W-A-Y. Away Travel is here to make your journey seamless. Welcome back, Flipboard fam. This is your favorite coach, Coach Jeffrey, and I have another amazing guest, Ms. Crystal Vanderboom. Welcome to the show. It's good to be here. Hey, tell our listening audience a little bit about yourself. My name is Crystal Vanderboom. We met because I work at Flipboard and been there for almost 10 years. I run communications, I'm part of a bigger team of communicators and people working content and marketing and just advancing Flipboard's mission to inform and inspire people. Last year, this weekend was the last normal weekend that we all experienced. Do you remember what you were doing this time last year? We, meaning Flipboard, was one of the very first companies that said, okay, let's all work remotely. There's a pandemic coming. We saw it early on, along with a few other companies here in the Bay Area. 
So I'm pretty sure I wasn't doing much. I probably was sitting behind my computer and maybe I had planted my first tomato seeds. I picked up gardening in the in the Corona times. That's a good time. That's a good time to pick up some skills. I gotta I gotta say that. I remember what I was doing. My daughter wanted to go see a K-pop group and they were at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. And tonight is the night that we went to that concert. And what was so ironic about this weekend was that because they were K-pop, actually after the concert, they was like, we're shutting down the rest of the rodeo. So my daughter was very offended by just the timing and the whole thing that happened. She was like, oh, I can't believe this, that they would do this at this time. Why did it have to happen after the K-pop concert? So she was very upset. When the pandemic started, especially at Flipboard, what were you guys looking for as the education? Like, how did that come about on your end? Yeah, actually, at the beginning of 2020, we had set an intention for the year, which was to work more with our community. And there was like a lot of different communities on Flipboard, really. And one really active community is actually foodies. So people interested in cooking and sharing recipes, but also restaurants and restaurant reviews. And we had just had our first community event, which was uh, a chocolate tasting here in San Francisco. And as everything closed down, it didn't make sense for us to continue doing that, even though I guess we all started cooking last year as well. But what really saw a need among educators, and that was actually because we saw new magazines pop up around like how to teach remotely, uh, what to do during a pandemic as an educator, distance learning, all these magazines that educators were curating and sometimes parents because they became teachers too. And I saw it on Twitter. I saw several educators around the world tweeting, hey, here's my geography magazine and maybe other educators can use it too. And so I thought, okay, if we want to work with our community and be very useful right now, we should do something for educators and share our magazines, connect them with each other, bring awareness to other educators who may not know of Flipboard. Yeah, and somehow you and I got connected then. I remember my colleague, former colleague now, Mia, interviewed you and I was on that call and that's six years ago. And so I was very excited that we got connected. And then you had a proposal even to be part of this work. All makes sense. Yeah, I know. And I, I just had that out the blue. I, I remember having a conversation with Dr. Milstead, good friend of mine, good mentor. And I was driving home and I was like, Dr. Milstead, I really am looking for a repository of information that we can share with teachers. And I said, the best way that we can do it is through Flipboard. But I was trying to see if they had some stuff, but, but I don't see it. So I wonder if they'll let me create it. And I was like, I missed it. I was like, man, why don't you just, uh, why don't you contact them? And that's what I did. That's what I did. And it ended up being a show. And so we're 40 episodes in and coming from you, I, I had to talk to you about what is Flipboard. So what is Flipboard? What's our definition for Flipboard? I would say the easiest way to explain it's a media curation app. Now you can do it on the web. You can just use it to, to read the news or like I just said, to collect recipes. But what's really important is that we connect people with the stories that matter to them. And that's on tens of thousands of different topics. And you can just use it to read, and, but you can also use it to collect these stories. You do that in magazines off the board. So you collect stories into magazines. You can keep them for yourself, but you can also make your magazines available to others. And it's basically your perspective on a topic. So in, in your case, I know you make magazines around education and technology in education. You use your own expertise and your own knowledge to do that. So coming 
from Coach Jeffrey, people know why that's useful because they know you. Or sometimes it helps people to actually build a reputation by picking stories around a topic. And, and that really ranges from like climate change to mountain biking to human rights. It can be literally any topic. Yes. One thing that I find very useful, especially from an educational standpoint, is the ability to put in audio and video, which was what I thought was very important for the pandemic because there needed to be, especially we need to have pointed conversations. And I wanted teachers to be able to get to those pointed conversations very quickly. What's the thought behind of getting useful content to people very quickly? What's the thought process that you guys go through? Several things. One is that I think we're all suffering from information overload. I think we're also struggling with finding reliable information, trustworthy information. That's another thing that when I say a media curation app or a media curation service, we do our part in that as well. So when you find content on Flipboard, when you find like stories, videos, photos, any kind of content, what we surface is vetted by us. So we work with thousands and thousands of publishers well, as well. And we make sure that whatever you see on Flipboard, our editors check that. Before our algorithms start to bring something to your attention, we make sure that what's fed into the algorithm is quality. And there's a lot of thinking that goes into it. We're really a company that appreciates journalistic values. And that's how we even like then program these algorithms, how we train them. What we not, so, so step one is like the content goes into it, but at step two is like, how do we prioritize what? And the fact that we can analyze content based on the, the meaning of it. We use something we call semantic analysis for our topic engine. So we're not just saying, here's a story that everyone thinks is popular or finds funny. No. Maybe you're not even interested in that topic. If you say, I want to read about technology in schools, or if I want to read about what's happening in Mexico right now in terms of culture, we make sure that you get matched with the content that you're interested in, the stories that you care about. Yeah, I agree. And I, I really like that. Some that I try to pride myself on is getting a balanced reporting from very conservative sites and very liberal sites. And I think that is we're not really talking about it and how much it affects education because education is an institution. And me and you have had several conversations about the institution of education, especially as it refers to diversity and inclusion and those type of things. How can a company reach out to get their information to you guys? How does that process work? Yeah, first and foremost, when I say journalistic values, that's a standard that doesn't mean progressive or conservative or liberal conservative. We have we feature all kinds of sources, as long as they're journalistic, as long as they are based on facts. If someone has their own content source, could be could even be a YouTube channel. We have a publisher page for that. So I think it's flipboard.com slash publishers, and there's information there. And one thing publishers can do, and that's a big word for someone that's a blogger, but when you're a blogger, you also publish content. You can submit an RSS feed, and that, that will then get vetted. And that is a way to make your content available on Flipboard kind of in an automated way. But anyone can use a manual way to curate those magazines. So you can go use our widget, sorry, our, our bookmarklet. You can install it in your browser and you can add basically any story on the web to a Flipboard magazine. And, and I'm glad you said that because there are a bunch of educators 
who do a great job with their videos. They create lessons. They create these things and they're sharing them in a microcosm. And I wanted to make sure that we get that out as a, as a, as a teacher or an educator. You can put that information on Flipboard and then it will have even more ground and even more traction on the internet. Thank you for bringing it out. That's actually uh, so, something we see educators do a lot is, is, is to uh, curate required reading for any kind of class, like current events are, are often uh, useful for a lot of different subjects, whether you're practicing a foreign language or you know, civics or art. There's so many different areas, even math or science makes sense to use current events, but you can really take any kind of content almost and put it in a Flipboard magazine and it makes it easier for students to access that content, to give them assignments. People can access them, can access these magazines on their phones. So that also helps with technology a lot. Not everyone has a computer for each member of a family, but a lot of times people do have smartphones. But it's another way or another reason why Flipboard is very user-friendly, if you will, in, in the education environment. Accidental way that I found a Flipboard is ultimately usable was I was working in an elementary school trying to train them on how to use the computers. And I had a QR code that I would scan and I had made a a Flipboard magazine where I needed the kids to go to. So it was so easy to have those kids scan that QR code to a Flipboard magazine and then have the students who were young to flip and and tap. It's an amazing tool. That I was like, oh, my God, this is just needs to be used in other spaces. I really love the way you guys do what you do. Another thing that we've always talked about that you guys have always been supportive on, especially what happened this summer with George Floyd. The George Floyd situation happened and I heard from you and I heard from Mia, who no longer works there. But shout out to Mia. And you guys were just like very supportive of that process. Can we talk a little bit about that? What is the view behind supporting open dialogue on things like Black Lives Matter, on the situation at the borders, LGBTQ? Let's talk about that a little bit. First of all, we believe that it's very important for people to be informed, that it's important to be informed about maybe even people that are not like yourself. To know someone's story is key to understanding them. We were actually having a conversation today at our company meeting about the increase in violence against Asian Americans. And we definitely see a role for us as a platform where people read about what's going on in the world to inform people. Because a lot of times it's misinformation, it's ignorance, it's the unknown that creates this hostile environment. And I think what happened last July, it was just global awakening around racism in America, but also in other parts of the world. It was It's amazing how it became a global phenomenon, a global awakening, global protest. And I think even on our team too, I think that awakening deepened and in the sense that Maybe people saw it on an individual level before, but now could see the systemic racism and how media plays a role, how perceptions of people play a role. And so, again, we want to make sure that people are aware. We want to make sure that we raise all voices, that we create a diversity of voices. And we are still working on this ourselves. And I think when people reach a point where there's a willingness to learn and to be open to another person's experience... Things can, you start a transformation and that's an ongoing process. And frankly, I've been very grateful to work with you because you teach me. I learn things from you, from your perspective. Absolutely. I, I thought your last week's episode about, or was it two weeks ago, on Martin Luther King's uh, speech that he had at a middle school in Philadelphia. 
hearing your perspective on that was just really eye-opening. It just added a new layer for me to how significant that talk was. And that was even because I reached out again. I told you I reached out to Dr. Bernice King to as I was trying to plan that episode. And I I really still want to talk to her about it, because for that man to speak to those kids and for the for their lives to change the way it happened. And then it ended up being the largest look of oppression up until now, up until what happened with George Floyd. And not a, now we're in that same boat again in history. And so now we're there. And the question is, do we need to repeat ourselves? Do we have to repeat ourselves or can we start something new? And what I appreciate about Flipboard is that you allowed that conversation to happen. And of course, when George Floyd happened, everybody was pro-black. Oh, this and that. Every, every, every company was pro-black, but not a lot of companies kept it up and not a lot of people were willing to keep up those conversations. And I'm not saying Flipboard is pro-black, but what I'm saying is Flipboard is pro-conversation. And I appreciate that as someone who works in the American school system, because the only way we can teach is through conversations. And those are difficult things that we have to deal with. On, like now, the oppression of the Asian uh, Americans who are here. That's a conversation that needs to be had. And we should be able to have those in an educational setting. And when you go to look for resources, it needs to be available. And I thank, thank you for having those resources available on Flipboard. Yeah, I think when you're informed, you can make your own decisions. Everyone will make different decisions. People have different values. It really matters where you end up certain choices in your life. Having that conversation, I, I agree with you. Having civil discourse. We started an initiative last year called Truth Seekers, and that's what that was all about. And I have a good friend. I, I, I like to tease my good friends. I have some good friends who are just on opposite sides, and I love to get their perspective. And again, the America that I grew up in is that you, you talk things out, and it was ignorance to solve disagreements with your fist. That was ignorance. And I just thank God for the people who raised me and taught me that. I had great teachers at the high school that I went to, and it, it was a predominantly white high school. And, but we had people who cared. And then I went to Prairie View and University, which is the opposite. It was a historically black institution and not that many Caucasians. However, I had teachers who cared. And I think that as a it's a disservice to students when they are in educational facilities and they have teachers who maybe, quote unquote, do not care or when they care, they can't find a resource to show how we can continue to get along as a country. That's more than I wanted to say. Education is what you guys have allowed me to do. And what new things can you share that is coming down the pipeline with Flipboard? If you can share some new things with us. There's a lot of tweaking going on. A lot of, like, for instance, last week, that's more than tweaking. A big thing is that we rolled out local news, local coverage, and making that more accessible, more available to people. We ended 2020 with about 60 plus cities where you can get your local news on Flipboard. Last week, we announced a thousand. And wow. our team has been very clever in creating technology that allows you to, allows us to understand where different cities and, and towns are on the map. And then using that to say, okay, you are like, for instance, locally here, someone might live in Palo Alto, but the next town over is Menlo Park. And it's really one area. If you understand where these places are on the map, you can actually give people a lot of local news. There's often, we all know that there are news deserts and there's places where there's maybe only one newspaper. 
But oftentimes, local journalists have started their own initiatives. And that's exactly what Flipboard is really good at, is bringing all these sources together. So we are now, when you open Flipboard, it will ask you, where are you? Are you willing to tell us? We just need to know, like on a zip code level, we, we're not going to trace you. Everywhere. You don't know. We're you don't want to know where our bedrooms are. You're not trying to get that specific. Exactly. We don't need to know that. <laughs> we just need to know approximately where you are. And then we can say, hey, we have this news for you available. Do you want to follow that? And you can add that to your Flipboard. I'll share something that will come out next week. Is more information around the new widget for iOS 14. It's more technical, but it makes it easier to take a quick glance on what's going on without having to open the app. Yeah, there's a lot more coming. There's a lot more coming in terms of sharing, curating, finding sources that you like or topics that you are interested in. Yes. I've said this for years that Flipboard is the Swiss army knife of the internet. And it's so much that you can do with it that and I fell in love with it on the education standpoint. And at my current job, they think it's a, a podcasting thing, but it's really not. It's just the Swiss <laughs> army knife of the internet. That's what it is. My next thing is I want to thank you for all that you do because you may not know this, but I was a special ed student growing up. I grew up, did not learn how to read till I was in the third grade. And and I've write an article. And if anybody who really knows me knows that I am so apprehensive about my writing. But for 40 episodes, I have wrote 40 articles and I want to thank you. You know, that right there is just such an amazing thing that when I go and I pull that up and I was like, wow, I have the opportunity to write 40 articles like they and that's that's because of you. I appreciate you get all these posts out because you provide the content. I might put some polish on it every now and then, but you provide the content and the guests and, you know, and the topics. Yeah, it's a great it's a great collaboration. And I know I'm going to celebrate this for years to come. So I just want to thank you. So, Crystal, that wraps up our, our conversation. I want to thank you for coming in and dropping some knowledge. If anybody wants to reach out to you and find out more, can you give uh, a link to where they can reach Flipboard at? Well, I'm trying to think. I'm Xtel, X-T-E-L. Almost every platform, so for sure, Flipboard and, and Twitter. So you can reach out there. You can reach out to Flipboard on Twitter as well at Flipboard. Support at Flipboard.com works as well. You have a great team there. If you say it's for me, they'll pass it along as well. So those are some quick, easy ways. Yeah, yeah, great. And uh, just a quick question: How many? I know you guys are on. Are you guys still on Samsung devices, like natively on Samsung devices? How many devices? Oh gosh, I don't even know that number, frankly. We really look at our active users. So people might have it on their phone. Does that really count? That's well over 100 million monthly active users. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, thank you for uh, all that you do. And I appreciate you allowing me to do what I do. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to the next 40. <laughs> all right, Crystal. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thanks. That was last minute. See, you are so cool. So smooth. I was just throwing stuff <laughs> off the top of my head and you was right there. Thank you so much. But So I'll, I'll record this and I'll, I'll post it up. And I, again, I appreciate your time and thank you. Feel free to cut whatever you need. <laughs> Actually, it worked out pretty good, so I, I shouldn't have to. All right. Well, you have a good night, and I will be talking to you through email like I always do. Sounds good. Flipboard fam, it is now time for Flip Tips. How do I share an article on the web from Flipboard? You can share all the great stories you find on Flipboard.com in several ways. You can share to your friends you follow on Flipboard or share via email. And you can even share to Facebook or Twitter. 
You can even copy the Flipit link to paste it elsewhere. To share stories to others from Flipboard.com, you would need to tap on the share envelope on the article on the next screen, share the story via email or another friend on Flipboard as well as Facebook and Twitter. In addition to sharing individual stories, you can share a whole magazine you have added or are curating on Flipboard too. To share a magazine with others from Flipboard.com, you need to go to your profile page, tap on the magazine tab, then click the share icon while viewing the magazine cover from the inside of the magazine itself. Choose the option that you wish to share to, and voila, you have shared like a pro on Flipboard. Till next time, family. Subscribe to our Flipboard EDU podcast magazine. Flipboard fam, thanks for listening with me on this episode. I want to thank Crystal Vanderboom for talking with us about using Flipboard. I want to give a huge shout out to Aileen Laylor and everybody that works at Flipboard. Remember what brought us together for the last year? I want to personally thank you for allowing me to create 40 episodes that are listened to in 17 countries. Thank you for creating a great tool for us to use, Flipboard people. Hey, remember to subscribe to our Flipboard EDU magazine on Flipboard.com. And also, too, you can follow our podcast on all major platforms. Share our podcast with the educator or colleague. Our podcast is available globally and everywhere you listen to podcasts. So until next time, family, 